Hey there, I'm life coach Michelle Davis, and you're listening to my podcast, Decide Already. You know, I truly believe that the most important business is the one called your life. And you either create it or you'll have to experience one by default. And if you're like me, that just won't do. So stick around. I'm going to be sharing all of my best tools and tricks for creating the life of your dreams, one you'll love. And I'm talking every area, fun, love, relationships, health, money, career, every area. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Well, hello there. I'm back with that love topic that I promised you. But I first want to make sure that you're ready for it. I want to make sure that you have already listened to the last two episodes. I want to make sure that you are coming from your heart space when you are making your maneuvers and decisions in your life, that you're not allowing your emotions to run wild because you are overthinking in future thoughts or past thoughts. I also want to make sure that you have checked your level of self-love. Looking at the eight steps that I gave you in the last episode and measuring those just like you do with the life balancing exercise, I wondered if you would take a moment and look at the eight different steps and measure on a scale from one to 10, 10 being I'm awesome with this, I've got this down, one being, ooh, I need to do a lot of work here. So where are you with those eight different steps that you can take to develop self-love within you. And then once you've got those going on, you're ready for this episode. We're going to look at that romantic love, bringing in that person that you want to share your life with, the romantic partner. And if you already have that person in your life, how you can show up in a more loving way. In the last episode, I referred to the Bible verse, which begins love is patient, love is kind. And it's a great reference to judge your romantic love against any love, really. But today's topic being romantic love as Valentine's Day is less than 24 hours away. It's a great way to see where you're at. How conditional are you being or are you showing up in an unconditionally loving way? Love should be patient. It should be kind. It should not be jealous or rude. And if you are not experiencing the kind of love that verse is talking about, I think this episode could help. Because if you haven't developed knowing the ways of your heart and also that self-love, you might not be able to fully experience what that verse is actually talking about, that true unconditional love. That's why I asked you to really work on your self-love because when you really have self-love and you know who you are, you know what your values are, then when you add on a significant other, you are actually creating a relationship based on who you truly are. I know for myself, I spent a lot of my younger years creating relationships based on what I thought they should look like, what I thought they should be what I thought I should act like and provide in the relationship. I had this mindset about how it should look, never considering 
what I truly wanted. And I do that check-in because it's so important to start in the direction of romantic love from a place of self-love because you will align with a partner that aligns with your values and build a relationship based on mutual values that work. If you don't know what those are, if you don't know who you are, then you'll find yourself in a relationship down the road that you're not happy and you're unfulfilled and it's not working for you or the other person. It's a shame to find out years down the road that you don't have that. And that's what happened in my last marriage. It wasn't until I took a visioning class, I taught you all how to cast a vision in episode one, not the intro episode, but episode one. And that's the same tool that I used for myself. I did a day in the life of me. I cast a vision for every single part of my life, including my significant other. And I did that without the one I currently had in mind. You see, at the time, I wasn't very happy in my relationship. It wasn't working for me in many different levels, and I know it wasn't working for him. And so I just wanted to kind of get a clear picture. I had really done a lot of self-work. I was starting to really understand myself and who I was and what those values were and what was important to me and what my needs were. And I hadn't ever done that before. I was always worried about the other person, making sure everyone liked me. I was always worried about being criticized. I didn't like it if I did something wrong. So I always tried to be perfect. I wanted everything to look perfect on the outside. Who cares how I was feeling on the inside as long as everything looked good, right? So here I am in this relationship, unhappy and trying to figure it out, trying to find myself and this process of writing down what I wanted in this partner, how it looked like when we were together, how he treated me, how he talked to me, all of these things. I suddenly realized that my current spouse was not it. He wasn't this person at all, actually. So I kept trying and I kept trying to work around it, but it's really difficult to do. The truth is the truth. Who you are is just who you are. And you're always going to do better if you can align with that instead of fight it all the time or try to change it. Just spend some time figuring out what that is, what that even is. Who are you? What makes you happy? What do you love? What does the life of your dreams look like? Know these things before you add on somebody else. And if you've already done that, if you're like I was and you're already in the middle of it, this work will help too. And I'll explain that in a minute. But when that relationship finally came to an end, he and I realized that in order for us to be happy, we basically had to be two different people. One of the best tools that I usually teach my clients is kind of similar to doing that vision casting. I ask them to write a list of what they want in a significant other. I ask them to write it to exhaustion and and I tell them not to hold back. Put it all down there. No one else has to read this but you. But the trick is, after they write that out, I ask them to go back 
and circle all of the things that they have within themselves. Usually, there are several items on that list that you don't possess when you've written that out. It's pretty amazing that we want this in the other person, but we don't have it in ourselves. So, usually, what that's going to reveal to you is that there are areas that you are showing up in your own life that are not in line with your values. So, it's really important to look at the list, look at the items that are not circled. And begin working on developing those areas for yourself. As you get more of those items on the list, you will become a magnet for the relationship that you want, for that perfect partner that you have written out. You will be that already, and therefore you'll be like a magnet for that person who's the match to show up. It's a really cool. Exercise, and I encourage you to spend some time doing that. Whether you're looking for somebody, whether you're alone this Valentine's or not, it will be an eye opener, and it will allow you to see areas that you need to work on. And if you have a significant other, maybe areas that you should actually talk to your significant other about. It's a great practice to do. So I encourage you to try that one. And if you do that, I promise you. Next year, next Valentine's will be different. Not necessarily that you will have found someone to love, but that you will have that love in yourself for yourself, and that you will either be so full of that love that it won't be a big deal if you don't have a significant other yet, or that if you have found that other person, you'll have so much healthy. Love to share with them that you will develop an amazing relationship. So tomorrow it's Valentine's Day, and I want to give you some things that you can do on Valentine's Day, whether you have somebody or not. All of these ideas that you can do are great ideas to do alone or with somebody else. Many many years ago, I had been in a relationship with a man that I really really was head over heels about, and I think what was happening was I think I kind of got a little codependent with this relationship. It's one of my early relationships. I hadn't been in very many at this point, but he started to get really busy. He had started his own business, and he was also a full time student, and. He was giving me a lot of attention that I think I got a little bit addicted to that, a little bit attached to that, and when he became unavailable, I started to have a lot of problems with that, maybe even withdrawals or something, so to speak. Well, my mom said, "Why don't you talk to somebody and see if you know there are some tools or some ways that you can help yourself to process through this?" Because I was. Really feeling depressed when he wasn't around, and then when I did have him around, I was ruining the relationship by being upset at him for not being around. So I really clearly didn't know what I was doing. And I think one of the best things of advice that she gave me was her telling me to develop the different areas of my life, which sounds like self love, doesn't it? And she said. You know, you need to make sure that all the areas of your life are getting attention from you, not that he's just giving you all the attention to the point where you're not having to do any of those other things. 
You need to make sure that areas of your life have gotten your attention and then you add him in. I hadn't thought about that before, but she said, look at your emotional health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your mental health, all these different areas of life, which sounds to me like my life balancing exercise, doesn't it? Look at those areas and make sure that you are balanced, that you are giving those areas attention for yourself. And then you add that other person in. She said, on those nights when you want him so badly, you want him to come over and he says, I just can't, I'm so tired. And you're just beside yourself. She said, instead of calling him, spend an hour with yourself. And I said, I don't like what, like just hang out for an hour or wait an hour. She said, no, no, do something nourishing for yourself. Like take a bath, take one of those amazing baths where you have the candles and maybe a glass of wine and buy yourself some fun soaps. And this was before all the bath bombs, but I would say today, do those bath bombs and just make yourself a queen's bath and enjoy it. And then when you get out, get yourself some fancy lotions and do your hair and all of these things. And then after that hour goes by, if you still want him, if you still desire seeing him or spending time with him, then call him and you'll be in a much different place. But you know what happened was so many times when I would do that, I didn't need to call him. And that's when I realized the love was, it wasn't healthy. I knew that the love wasn't healthy because all I had to do was spend some time loving myself and I no longer needed that. And that resulted in me ending the relationship to spend some more time on myself, which was really what should have been done. I clearly wasn't really 100% ready to be in relationship with somebody else because I hadn't developed that relationship with myself first. So here are some great things that you can do to spend some time with yourself. And if you have a significant other, you can decide to do some of these things for yourself and then do some things with them. If you don't have a significant other, do some of these things with yourself. And you'll see that you may still want to have somebody around, but you're not going to have that same needy, sad feeling about it. So here they are. Number one, definitely do the bath thing. I'm telling you, that is the trick. I love that. Do the candles. The If you drink, a glass of wine is nice or some kind of fun. You can even do the non-alcoholic bubbly things. Uh, definitely go. I love that place called Lush and get one of those bath bombs. They're incredible. Candles, just do it all up. Make it beautiful. And then afterwards, maybe put your feet up and read a fun book that you love. Just really spend that time nurturing yourself. Would be a fun time to do a great tea or something as well, too. That's my favorite one. I love that. But you can also do things like write yourself a love letter. And then after you've written yourself a love letter, you can write love letters to other people in your life that you think should know how you feel. You can do that to a significant other if you have one, or to your parents if they're still alive, or children, or friends. Those are wonderful to do and to receive. Aside from the bath, I love doing at-home spa days or actually going to the spa. I don't think one is necessarily better than the other, but you can buy all kinds of face masks and foot masks and hand masks and 
I've even seen and given lip masks, eye masks, all kinds of things. So get yourself some fun things that you can do and just set yourself up in a home spa day. And again, just give yourself some self love. You can also go get a massage or book yourself a day at the spa. Those things are fun too. I love to dance, and another way you can do it is create a dance party for yourself. Those are fun. They have a lot of fun videos on YouTube now that the kids are posting or young people are posting. Well, not necessarily just the young people, because I do them too. I don't post them, though. Heaven forbid. No, you don't want to see that. But I do like to download them and dance to them. They're a lot of fun. They're called Just Dance. You might have it on Xbox, but you can find those videos also on YouTube and just have a dance party. It's so much fun. They show you the moves and then you can just do them yourself. And guess what? You get a good workout from those too. Also, another thing you could do would be a road trip and you could add a picnic with it. That is so much fun when you're on your own to do, or you can do it with somebody else. If you don't have a significant other, but you do want to do something like that with somebody else, you can find one of your friends that you know is available. And as always, volunteering or spreading the love out to others is definitely a great way to feel good and to elevate your mood on Valentine's Day. Doing something nice for somebody else, especially somebody that you know is alone or an elderly person in your neighborhood that you know is alone, that act of kindness will definitely elevate the love you feel in your heart. So on this day before Valentine's Day, I encourage you to do some of these things for yourself and you can share them with your significant other or a friend if you want as well. But even if it's not Valentine's Day, do them anyway. Love yourself and you will have love to give. Develop that self-love. Listen to your heart. Know what your heart is desiring. That way, when you do attract a significant other, or if you already have a significant other, you will build relationship on your authentic self, on your values, on who you truly are, not what you think you should be, what fairy tales tell you it should look like. One of the number one things that I deal with in my practice are people that want to find that significant other. They are tired of being alone. They are tired of the dating sites. They don't understand why they haven't found that person yet. And the very first thing they need to understand is that person is you. The person you need to love is you. Then that significant other will show up. But the person you're really craving, the person you are really desiring to spend time with is yourself. Just like that counselor told me all those years ago, 30 something years ago, it was me. I was using him to fill that void. But what I really wanted was that time with myself And when I took that time with myself, I no longer craved him to fill that void anymore. I didn't need that because I was developing my own self-love. And when you come from that place, you will have confidence. You will have boundaries. 
you will know when you can say yes and when you should say no, and you will have no problem doing that. And relationships will be easier, will be more fulfilling and more loving. My friends, this is one of those tough topics, but one that I deal with a lot. So feel free to reach out to me through the group, the Decide Already group for women, or on my coaching page, Coaching with Michelle Davis. You can also seek me out on my website at coachingwithmd.com. I'm here for you. I'm happy to answer your questions. I also always have private practice that is available as well. But trust me, these tools will work. Schedule time every day to develop your self-love, and every day will feel like Valentine's Day. As always, thanks for spending some time with me. I look forward to the next episode. Thank you for listening to Decide Already, a grown-ass woman's podcast. I invite you to join the Decide Already group for women on Facebook or on LinkedIn to stay connected with me and have access to all the units and postings that go along with my episodes. Remember to visit my website at www.decidealreadypodcast.com where you can subscribe and download the show so you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to share this podcast with the other women in your life and invite them to the Facebook or LinkedIn group as well. Until the next episode, I'm Michelle Davis, and I'm sending out a whole bunch of love. Take care, stay safe, and God bless.